This is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P O D D Y. It's the Trim Healthy Podcast, people. It's Wednesday, and we're in your face yeah. with good tidings. Guess and why cheer. we're in your face? Hold on. Get- with Serene, Pearl, and Danny. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Guess why we're in your face, Why, Dan? girlfriend? Because I mean, we're taking the cap friendly. off of Wednesday. You're just friends. <laughs> friendly just girl. Friendly girlfriend. <laughs> hey, hey. Because we're taking the cap of our joy off of Wednesday. Like, off of Wednesday. We're not going to cap it. Oh, Remove Wednesday. the cap. It's Wednesday. Yeah. No, it's Wednesday! Hello. Pearl, can you do it? We're, people might be listening to this on any day, Serene. This comes out on a Wednesday, but many of our listeners. No, you know what? I want them to feel it when they miss Wednesday. Oh, uh, yeah. When when it's Thursday and you hear it's Wednesday, people, they're going to be like, "We missed it." Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we got a party for you today. Oh boy, do we! It's podcast. Time. And you know what? Some things just come at the right times, and I just think this is going to be a timely word for you. Um. I got this yesterday, and it was completely by accident. Like in the mail? No, I got this download, Denny. Oh, you received it from the spiritual realm. I did, but it came through the online realm first. Okay. I was just actually searching online for other things. I was in a deep study about MTHFR and folate and how best to get your folate because I'm in this big tizzy of a... Of a where's the truth in all this? Do Only you, y'all could be in a tizzy over something like. Do you MTFHR. do methylated B vitamins or do you not? Anyway, there's a big. Are you thing. not allowed to be in a tizzy because did you need? I'm to go coming back out and of my tizzy. Potty number such and such. I, I don't know. know, and I don't even know what you ended. That's I just wanted one. to get to the truth of it, Serene. The one yeah. about don't wait on Google Bells Gub or whatever. Bells Google. Bells are Google. All I'm saying is there is so much confusion and conflicting information out there. And that's when we got to the truth with Trim Healthy Mama Serene. We just got to the truth of it. And so I want to get to the truth of these, some of the other things. But in my journey to the truth, and I am getting there, um, I was directed to the site where this man was talking about a certain supplement. Okay. and then But then he started talking about food. He's got his own diet. And to give you this truth, I have to tell you a little about his diet which is pretty cray cray i mean it's not sustainable there was some good stuff in it but it was like you have to have three cooked cups of cooked vegetables at every meal and they have to be 10 different vegetables at every meal i've got a bloated stomach (laughs) which doctors and and it was went on and on all the things you weren't allowed to eat you weren't allowed to eat fruit you had to have a certain amount of protein but only certain proteins by the end of it i was like almost hyperventilating no you have to subscribe to their system or else right whoa producer john here is like whamming us out with his thieves. Can you smell that? The thieves oil, I like it. Anyway, let me speak. He's an obsessive There's a point dropper. coming from people, for no, people, good, Serene. Let me get this point. Yes, good. She is on a tear right now. So, yes. guess what? I loved what he said. I didn't love his diet, but I love what he said. So, he was a, just a no-nonsense guy, right? So, then he said, people say to me, well, I don't have time to cook all that, and I don't want to cook. I have to cook every meal. And he said, guess what I say to them? He said, good, good for you to cook, because guess what? It's so good for your brain. It's so good for your body. In this instant day of like open a packet and forage, instant meals and everything, it's not the way we were designed to be. He's like, you were designed to spend some time cooking, to sit down and eat that meal, and then spend some sanity time cleaning it up. And, and Bingo. Pearl, you, you hit on something. You said sanity time cleaning it up. People despise cleaning up, but studies have now come out. Yeah. We'll get them for you at a later date. No, um, we won't. They're not right in front of our face, but I remember no, you. they're not coming. Meaning we won't. <laughs> they're not. For yeah, you. Never. 
Go ahead. Sorry. It's like when children, parents are trying to be good disciplinarians. I will give you a consequence at a later date. Yeah, or when my children kids, are like, whoosh, I got out of that one. Or when my kids hear that their friends are going to Disney World and they're like, we want to go to Disney yeah. World too. And I'm like, soon. Soon, soon yes. At yeah. a later date. To- totally Never. No, but listen, Pearl, you did read it out of study once here before. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the rad, the radio show that we used mm. to do, the, mm. the old has-been show, mm. whatever. But anyway... Um, you said how there was a lowering of cortisol, of stress hormones, when people actually clean up and do dishes and do repetitive tasks yes, around the house. Yes, but it's all about the way you, your mind looks at it. Listen, I'm there with you. If you're like one of the people I've been there with you, it's like, do I have to cook again tonight? And Oh, my goodness, dishes. And, you know, it's just so much easier where I can go out or if I can drive through, if I can open a pack. Just give me packs. I'll open them. I'll Okay, isn't that the way our brains want to be? Because it's the easiest, but is the easiest the best? I started thinking about this yesterday when he said this for his cray cray diet. But then I thought, let me um, look at this in a in a in a more sensible way. Not the diet in the more sensible way. In the no. actual in the, in the idea of spending time. I want to relook at cooking. I'm always trying to shortcut my cooking, get it quicker and quicker and quicker. You That's know, I'm I really am. enjoying you coming to this whole theory. Pro. I'm not going to turn into Serena Purist, but I'm going to start looking at this differently. And then cleaning up after. I've always looked at it as like, oh, get her done. Once I get that done, then I can relax. Then I can live. Then I can live. But, but you can pay money to put your feet into Serena, like little let, fish tanks and let fish eat girl, around your feet to girl, relax. Let and me get my point out. Hands in soft, hot water. Get me, let me get my point out. What if it's so jolly good for me? What if I could look at it? It's like this cooking is therapeutic. This is the natural way of waiting, then feeding, and then cleaning up. We've looked, we've looked at that with disdain. I have looked at that with disdain. What if I train my eyes and my brain to look at that with honor? Love it, Pearl. Do you know, can I just tell you, and this is a sag out of the window, out of the blue, it just dropped in my brain. Sag, sag? means I'm a super super analogy girl. That's my nickname. Oh, right. I named myself sag. sag. I remember the superhero show. Yeah. I was almost, super no, I was in Super analogy one. girl. Yeah. I have ahead. a cape, but I bring out analogies. Yeah. Half the time they work, half the time they don't work. Can you imagine being slammed into birth out of the middle of nowhere? Pearl just slammed, just just slammed in. That would be stressful. No, I don't you, know what you mean, listen, slammed into wait. birth. Just I'm just it just came into like analogy. Like one day you like like you were walking down the street how unpregnant wonderful. and then boom you're on a table no, giving no. birth. <laughs> how wonderful! Listen, hear me out. How wonderful do births go when there's been plenty of Braxton Hicks contractions oh. in preparation oh, for the moment. <laughs> Samsonite. In pre- listen, in preparation <laughs> for the moment, don't they go amazing? Yeah, isn't there less stress? It doesn't your body work with it? Doesn't your mm-hmm. body just know what's going on and everything works great? Your body knows how to metabolize food. It knows how to digest it. It has the right no stress hormones and the right um, hormones to start, you know, the whole interplay of uh, that works with metabolism and everything. When you have prepped that you're going to eat with preparation, oh, there's the a food, mind the chemical smell, mm-hmm. the 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 the, nice. fl- the flaring of the nostril, mm-hmm. <laughs> the looking at the spices, yes. The envisioning the meal, the being part of the creation. Then the eating and the digestion it's goes the well birth. with you. There's no leaky gut syndrome in that. The chasing the kid out of the but kitchen. But I reckon yeah. all this leaky gut and distress and, and what is that, gastritis, whatever, could oh, be a lot you. because we, we're going into birth without Braxton Hicks, peeps. <laughs> I, I, I think it's so hey, true. It was a good, that was think, a good hey, analogy. Market, one to ten, did it work, my I, analogy? I give you a good 6.2. I'm going eight. 
Thanks, really. Danny. Yeah, I give oh, it she's an done way better ones. You're she's very gifted. from the Olympics judges and gymnastics. No, she's Serene's gifted, and I don't think that but was up to par. But she didn't prepare that one, so no, it just came out the blue, flew through yeah. the window. Yeah, I'm going to give it an. Eight. Listen, I'll give you another thing. You know, we were just in Italy. If you tune in last week. And every meal we cook, we ate out every meal. Now, what a fantastic experience it was! But I find when I'm on vacation and I'm eating out of every meal, I start dread going home because I'm like, I'm back to the cooking. I'm back just being Cinderella, where I have to get up and make my husband's meal, and then mine, and then I have to like cook the kids' lunch, and then I'm making dinner. And poor little me. Mm. So your outlook, eh? You know, it is my outlook, but. But this time, because the Italian food and I couldn't eat eggs for breakfast and stuff was was way out there, I sort of found myself at the end of the trip like, wow, I get to get, come back to my own kitchen and make eggs. I got this little excitement in my bones about it. And since I've been home, yes, I'm doing more work. It's there, but it's been like this. I get to make these meals. It's Every meal has sort of been like, oh, wow, now I get to do it. And it's... It's just a flip of the switch in your mind. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Can I ask you a question? Yes. It's not a question. I teased you. I just wanted to speak. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is the deal. It's a flip in your mind, but this is the deal, Pearl. Our minds are the ones that are flipped. We just have to turn them back. Do you want to hear why? Oh, olden days, there was a lot more preparation. There was the foraging for the for the for the you know you Mm. you got to go kill the chicken and pluck it and do all that stuff and find the berries and the roots and all that kind of stuff. But listen, listen here and chop the wood and all that stuff. When I was a little girl, you watch any little girls play? Okay. Uh, maybe not Jojo Siwa ones and all that kind of modern thing, but you know, good old fashioned normal like you know it's play. Funny that she knows Jojo Siwa. I only know Jojo Siwa because I had a, have a, six a city cousin come yeah. stay with us. Anyway, guess what? You look at them; they prep for play. Yeah, it's and they love and play to change babies' diapers. Mm. They love and play to pretend to to dress dress them and all that they love to clean up prepare mm-hmm. prep pretend that they're making food and they love all of that whole what you call mundane right mm. they love it all because in the natural we are born i believe with natural instincts in- <laughs> instincts <laughs> instincts to do this because it's a part of life to do it's the, the mundane to do things. the mundane because that's how the world revolves that's how life is that's how that's how we that's how we, we, we function. function. We can't function without doing the mundane. Somebody has to do the mundane. Mm. And I believe there is a natural instinct when you watch young people play, young children, they love the mundane. The mundane is precious to them. That yeah. is play. It is fun. And all of a sudden we grow up and we think, that's not fun anymore. Yeah, I don't want to like be you know, cleaning up after my dolls and dressing them and feeding them all day. Because. And making kitchens, right? They have little play kitchens and they love kitchens. Yeah. Or because, Go as Dan. you guys would say. Go Dan. Because, because I think that we lose our childhood is really mm-hmm. the crux of a lot mm-hmm. of what's going on on planet Earth is that we become adults and we become stressed out with the things, the cares of the world. And children, I think, remind us kind of like, of who we are. Like we're just like we didn't like hit this point where we became this new creature, 
like we're still we're just like older children. We're children who've been here longer, right? Mm-hmm. But if I think if we lose our child likeness, we that's scriptural. We carry we take on mm-hmm. this yoke, this heaviness, mm-hmm. and then all these things start breaking down in our life because of it. And I think unless we change and become like little children, yeah, you're right. When I first got married, I was like a child, right? Because I was just young. Yeah. Having my own kitchen. I know. My own pots that I got for my wedding presents. Your little oh. play kitchen. They were precious. They yeah. were precious pots, man. Yeah. And, and and just playing around the kitchen and using that fresh little salad bowl and using that Pyrex dish that I got from Aunt Susie or whatever mm. felt like I was on top of the world. No, Serene, Where did I, that go? I came home one day. I, I stopped by the thrift store and at this particular thrift store in Franklin, they give away bread, mm. like bread companies who's like a day old bread, but it's still fine. Mm-hmm. Will you know they're not going to sell it, so they'll give it to the thrift store, and then the thrift store says, "Hey, free bread! Whoever right. wants bread." It was at the end of the day. I got this bag of bread; must have been three feet deep, like wow. a pillowcase, yeah. but a clear plastic bag filled with all these artisan loaves of bread. Yeah. I remember walking into our trailer home. Yeah, yeah. you were newly married. You mean newly married? Yeah. Carrying this thing up in the air, the oh, proudest yeah. <laughs> providing yeah. man. Uh, who, who, like looking back, it's it was like, like four like years. Me worth. being bacon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like four years worth on the back on your back. Yeah, like I had all this bread, and it was as if the heavens had opened oh, for yeah. me. I was the most favored of men. It was like <laughs> Earth itself was lining right. up to to make way for the king. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, and I entered my home. A king, like Your I just stepped off of mate. a white horse, yes. which was actually an, a, like an 89 Isuzu Rodeo. It was white, but entered my trailer home mm. with the most passion and it. zeal. And like my perspective now, like if I were to be walking into my trailer <laughs> with a bag of bread from the thrift store, yeah. I would now feel like a failure. I know, like, but you were man on white horse. You were the stud of <laughs> your wife looked at you with like, look at you, my provider. Yeah, look at those like, muscles. As like he somehow holds it was attributed sack. to me. And and yeah, like our perspective is like, I, that's my point is like, I feel like right about when bills come yeah, is when we be- decide to become adults with fear and stress and worry and we're so afraid of losing our stinking trailer, you know, or our whatever, our big house that we had built. You know, I was listening so afraid. As, as I was walking over to the um, Pearl's house today because my husband was there and I was going to drop off a little bit of his lunchy food. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah. And um, I was listening to audio as I was pushing the stroller with the babies in it. And, uh, and this, you know, just the beautiful scriptures again. Consider the lilies of the field. They don't toil. They're mm. not worried about where their next meal is. Well, sorry, not the lilies, but they're not worried about what, how they're going to be clothed, but they're more yeah. beautiful than all of them. And then he says, you know, don't worry about your next meal because yeah. those that are the fathers, they don't need to worry about that. I and I'm going to let you talk for the rest of the time, but I want to shut up. But the reason why I brought up Got that it. whole <laughs> idea about it being a natural instinct yeah. and how we actually just have to flip back is because I was downstairs moping about the dishes. Today? You know, um, no, this was about a week ago. Okay. Mo- and it was a revelation I had about a week ago. And that's why I said the, I'm going to be that girl now who loves the main de- mundane, oh, that, yeah. that calls the mundane in her head to be spectacular. Because oh. I was up, I was downstairs like hiffing and humping about this, like, <laughs> They didn't even wash their plate. Look, and yeah. they ran out to play, and I'm here, blah, blah, blah. And it's the boys, you know, that's running out and not even helping. But my girls were upstairs in their playroom, and I could hear the giddy laughter, and I knew what they were doing, playing on their new kitchen sets, you oh. know, and cleaning up and pretending to play house. What I was doing downstairs as an adult, like all miserable, and they were having the time of their life. It was their best moment. Mm. It was like, it was 
you, you couldn't even um it, they couldn't contain the joy and and I was miserable and I realized you know what I need to flip back my brain yes Go for I it, think girl. that's Take beautiful when you say I'm that girl you know who loves the mundane but it can get more specific I want to say I'm that girl who loves to cook for her family you know who 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 doesn't freak out at at a dirty dishes because they're just a natural part of life. Here's the thing though, I understand where you're coming from if you're sitting there listening and it's like girls I just don't have time for all this. I work or I have homeschool eight children and then I got to take them to here and there and there. I I get it cuz I get busyness. But it's still the way we look at it because you know you take time and uh, my big thing was let me quickly cook and quickly clean up so I can do what I want to do so I can sit down and read or I can sit down and do whatever, you know, the fun stuff. But I read this article once I realized, no, actually cooking is really good. It's good for your weight. Not just because you're cooking better foods than you're eating out. It's actually good because your mind, like Serene says, starts digesting the food. It gets it ready. Your body metabolizes the food better when you cook it and then when you sit down and eat it. All these things that are good for us. And, you know, um, it's it's the way we look at things. All these benefits I looked up to cooking and benefits to doing dishes. There are incredible benefits. I mean, there was like one, one had like 15 studies that showed all the different ones. And so I think it's just like you can be busy, but what if that is your rest? What if you can look at, think about a huge busy day at work. What if you can be one of those people that come home is like, now I get to relax and cook. Yeah, sure, there's children coming in and out and sure your life is still crazy, but what if that's your decompression zone? Oh, preach it. What if that's my time where I just really, my cortisol goes down? What if when I'm cooking, I'm just in touch with, you know, the basics of life? And art isn't cooking the basics of life. It is. It's perpetuating the species. It's doing good for our bodies. It's looking after our families. It's a very crux of humanity and yet we despise it when you said looking after our families and i want to let danny speak too but i just want to say this really quick um after just the busyness of breakfast is when i start preparing lunch for my husband right yeah takes me a good hour because i make him fresh broth every day Mm, fresh spoose every day and all stuff but it was it was becoming a feeling like i was i remember feeling a lot of cortisol through it like i've just been in the kitchen all morning with breakfast now i'm doing this and but but i need to do it for his health and blah blah but i was just kind of just starting to despise a little bit till i realized i have a daughter and who who it's her turn in the morning to help with the chores in the kitchen and then they switch out in different different times of the day and i'm like this is my time with with this child Mm. so we put music on that we love we put worship music on but we put music on and i'm like hey it's just you and me this is our precious time and we laugh and do jokes together and i was just determined to make it a opposite of cortisol time and it's really made our relationship so much more sweeter than it used to be because it's time that i thought i don't have enough time for all of these children i have time for these children now because of the mundane wow it is so much how you look at it. Yeah, I, I think a, a reframing thing happened with me because I despised the kitchen in every way, shape, and form. And I started uh, getting this idea in my head of like, <clears throat> what if we were the family that cooks? You ever seen that kind of family who's like, yeah. even the kids, like they have their little thing they do. Mm-hmm. They're, well, I, I chop the carrots or whatever. Like that actually really helped me is – in. Like, because kids kind of slow you down at first. Like, yeah, before they're helpful, they they're they just, really not helpful. It's just like you want to slap them in the back <laughs> of the head and say, get out of the kitchen. But yeah. eventually, they become quite helpful if you mm-hmm. take a couple months, 
maybe even not that long, you know, and just show, okay, you're the one who just, you know, chops up the lettuce for the salad or whatever. And then it becomes like this family event. And I get yeah. like, I tell, <laughs> I try to preach that to my wife sometimes. And she's like, no, I'd actually rather yeah. you take them and all go out. I know. Well, let me do it. So, right. So, so yeah. So to the husbands listening, like, there is a time and it's probably as simple as asking your wife because I find my wife won't tell me. She won't say, I wish you would take the kids and, and go out and play. She'll sit there stressed out, hoping it will magically happen. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what's wrong with ladies. Yeah. You know, I don't know who taught them these things. But, you know, you can just tell your husband what you want yeah. <laughs> and he'll probably do it like that. Probably, second. Yeah. Like so. But I think she gets so in the zone that yeah. she's not even thinking about asking for help. She just wants me to know what but she But you needs. you grew up like only microwaving burritos are opening Doritos. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Or opening a can of Coke. Yeah. Right. So you despise but so to become so you didn't like cooking, right? So to become you are actually you cook now, right? Yeah, yeah you get that the, the Instapod and all your little gadgets and you do it, right? Yes. So to do that, you had to what if you could through it? Like, no, I'm that guy. I'm I'm acting here at first. Yeah. And did the acting lead to something? Do you actually enjoy part of it now? Oh yeah, totally. And it actually led to you know, <clears throat> my mom's wired this way. My grandfather's wired this way. We all are like so work focused, like like the work that we have to do to pay our bills. And, mm. you know, my my wife has like humbly and sweetly asked, might might you be a workaholic like your mm. family is? And And I'm always like, no, of course not. But, you know, I think the biggest thing it did for me was what you were talking about at first, where the mundane things of life have become the thing I'm trying to get to now. Yeah. So instead of like, if I could just get done with this, yeah. <laughs> I can get to where I want. That yeah. realistically happens around 11 flipping PM. If yeah. you're living that lifestyle of trying I to get know. done with it's the mundane so, so that you can get to do what you want to do, you're exhausted on your bed at 11. So what do you do? You get your phone out in front of your face. Yeah. And that's what you wanted all along? I know. You wanted your phone in your face? So true, That's Danny. why you were rushing through mealtime yeah. with your babies? Oh, that's another thing. So I'm that true, girl. Danny. I've just decided. I'm that girl who no longer uses the word rush. Mm. I realized it was a swear word. It was a curse word because I kept on. Oh, this, yeah. It was the word I was using most of the day. Oh, hang on. I'm just rushing here. And oh, can you do this? Because I'm just rushing yeah. at this. And I'm just, I'm rushing rush, rush. out the door. Busy, you know, busy. Yeah, rush, rush. totally terrible. And uh but, you know, if we enjoy the journey, and it's like with weight loss too, it's not where we're going. It's not that end point. It's actually the whole beautiful trip on the way that is it's so life. It's true because my, my, my whole cooking thing was, oh, when it's on the table and when it's cleaned up. That was my end point. And now it's not. Now my flip, my switch has flipped to now it's it's the making of it. Yeah. It's the actual cleaning up. It's the mundane that I'm going to consider precious. I heard this story the other day. Okay, so there was this um, bunch of rich people on a cruise, and they got to this little fishing village in Mexico. And this guy was this big CEO of a big corporation, and he walked past this fisherman who caught this most amazing fish. And um, he, he said, why do you only have three of them? And, and he's like, because three is enough to feed my family, and, you know, and that's all I need. That's all I need for my day. And he was done by like 
two o'clock in the afternoon. And he goes, well, I could help you. And he's because he light bulbs went off in his head because these were very expensive fish. And he's like, I could help you. You know, if you do this and that, you could if you fish till six, like you could catch three more and then you could get them to not just this restaurant, but other restaurants. Then you might have enough to hire out. You could have other men underneath you. Then I could bring you to New York and they would love these fish and I could get you into the bigger restaurants and and all of that. And in the end, you could build an empire and then you'd have enough money to retire. And what would you do when you retire? He said, well, I'd just, you know, in the afternoon, I'd sit with my kids and eat my meal and do exactly what I'm doing now. And I wouldn't have to go to New York and build all that and do all that. Yeah. And so he was actually doing these little, He's the mundane, where he, he was already living mm-hmm. the dream. Yeah. But we're living the dream, but we're despising the dream because we're despising the mundane. You know, I see, listen, I'm guilty of it, but I see constantly on the boards, you know, the worst thing about Trim Healthy Mama is the cleaning up and the dishes and the cooking. What if it's the best thing? Well, can I just say something too? Because it's something that's just, it's just yelling in my face. It's just speaking to me so loud. You know, it's like you you put your children down to sleep at night and you mm. see their long lashes over their gorgeous little ch- childish cheeks. You know, it's just mm. the beautiful bloom of youth and you're just like, oh, how precious these beautiful th- things are. How precious these children are. But it's like we sometimes I'm rushing all day to just kind of like, well, do this, do that, and just trying to push them along so that they tick all their boxes mm-hmm. in the day. But it's the same thing. What, what am I trying to arrive at? It's the it's the enjoyment of all the mundane in raising them. Yeah. It's enjoying the brushing of their teeth. Right. It's enjoying the the if they're toddlers, like helping them out in the tiniest, the littlest of things, and pulling their socks up. Yes. That is part of the beauty. That is part of the the mundane that actually is a stress reliever. Pulling socks up on little toddler feet can be a stress reliever. And when you sit and when you tuck them in at bed at night, there's more than just looking at precious. There's this fulfillment of I had a beautiful day spent with them instead of a little bit of guilt in the back of your head. Look how beautiful they're growing up too fast and I didn't spend enough precious time. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl and I'm Pearl and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. My probably daily struggle, weekly struggle, monthly struggle, yearly struggle, is to stop writing this narrative that one day I'm going to be at this uh, destination. Mm. Like, if you think about how how much we do that and how, that's why I appreciate like the words of Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Like every, uh, so much of what he said was about entering now, like doing it now. It's true. Like today is the day. I know. Like don't look out there. It's not way out there. It's not coming. It's not one day. Now is the hour. Now is the, it's like right now, mm-hmm. like I think we write this story where we're the main character. And in this story, we have to stress and labor and toil because one day there's going to be a, whatever you want, the, the, the rest, yeah. or as, as we in America yeah, call it, I retirement. Know, right. And we've created this story where we're this character who strives and struggles and never has enough time and never like, man, we are writing that story. And that's for me is my what if you could right now is like, what if you could rewrite your story? Mm-hmm. What if you could so good, Dan. star in this new story where... 
you actually and and it may come with I, I get it's very anti-American. Give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. So give us our year right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're like give us give us this decade, our daily decade, our <laughs> decadely decade. Like we want to be covered. We want to like like I wonder if our striving for security yeah. actually is what's making our guts falling out. Oh, so much of it is. Yeah. And I think it's the way we look at these things because honestly, I I have despised I don't I've always the person Always I've said, I hate doing dishes. I've literally said it a million times, right? I determine now never to say that again because it's the, what if that is my rest? Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, when you get to your rest, what do you do at the end of the day, Danny? You look at the stinking phone and that's our rest these days. Or we're looking at the screen and that's our rest these days. What if my rest is the mundane. Pearl, can I just t- t- ask you to share a little something? Pearl, you know, it was fun for you to plan your house. You know, Pearl oh, lived in a trailer yeah, home, yeah. cockroach trailer home. I love to just Yeah, we're talking like in. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean a year, uh, half. A year and a half owner. I've been in my new house. But yeah. prior to that, it was like cockroach fest haven. Oh, like, you know. Look, she makes it sound so Hey, bad. it just makes you look not – it, it makes you keep – it, it makes people bad. not yeah. look down on you for being in the manor. The new, you know, beautiful houseman. But it was beautiful and fun for you to plan this with your husband. This but, new you house, know, there was yeah. a lot of stress too in, in planning it, this house, you know, and, and it wasn't r- stress. We had a good time. You'd, I know, exactly. But <laughs> I need the point that you were slightly stressed, please. <laughs> you wrecked it. All right. Undo. No, I'm joking. No, I don't need the stress point. Let me do it another way. But okay, now you're finished. You've uh, come yeah. to the end. You're it's finally in it. So done. I have no what? room on my walls for you any pictures. You are so bored. You I'm said, sorry. "Yeah, I want to move." Just this is how it happened because Serene was having a big Barney there with her husband. There is a point there, right? Yeah, this was the point. I'll be, I'll make it in a much better way. Okay, good. Big Serene sis. was telling me the other day how her and her husband were going through a little bit of conflict. You know, because not enough to take fruits out of the other place. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, because her house is uh, always in a state of undone and Sam's the one that built it, so he feels like he's the only one that can finish it. For and sure. so Serene's house has been in a state of finish for how many years? Since you've known her, Danny? I've I've never known them and it not be in process. Yeah. And okay. we, we've known each other mm-hmm. for probably I'd say about thirteen plus. Serena has yeah. plans for yeah. her kitchen, like, and things get quarter done and then left. Okay, you know, and so Serena. Not his fault though. He's no, got a million Sam's, plans. He's no, the most she amazing, loves her husband, and he's great. Man. He's a great guy, and he does a lot, a lot of Y'all things. Are such I'd never, ever, ever have met anyone to multitask like him. No, he's it's because awesome. he's building like sixteen houses. Yeah, for different people. Not to mention this Not company. Sixteen. I'm an exaggerator. About six. Yeah, so so Serene's one. Other things get done, but Serene's one just stays there, you know, with, uh, yeah, in a, in a state of undone. So Serene, so Sam wanted to buy something, more land the other day or something. So Serene was saying, we had a bit of a conflict because I'm like, but the house, you promised. I mean, my kitchen, come on. I mean, you probably And so they had a bit of conflict, but then she said, we sorted it all out. No, we, we got it out. He told me his side. I told him, you know, they came to a compromise. And I said, Serene, guess what? Even if your house keeps going, it's so fun. You're still planning it. You're still doing it. You're getting it done because we built our house and got it perfectly done. And it's all finished and I'm bored. I want to go build another house because it's the planning. It's all of that. It's the doing. It's seeing it come together. You know, once things are done, what do you do, Danny? Like we stare at our phones, right? And so 
I said to Serene, you're actually sort of lucky that it's going to go on forever because when you go out to dinner, you've got so much to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's like what we're going to do with this room and how the staircase is going to go. You know what I mean? You don't have to well, think it's like of- like empty nest syndrome. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. trying to like whoosh the kids out and then they're depressed the minute mm-hmm. their last kid like yeah. goes off to college or whatever. Yeah. Oh, have we? <laughs> That's so it's o- And it's over. We were all like <laughs> trying to like hold back. Like I'm not going to interrupt now. Like, no, well, no. me. I'm like, oh, take a deep breath. Don't interrupt again. Don't interrupt again. But I was like, like a horse in the store ready to say <laughs> another thing. And then all of a sudden- we're Boom. done. We're done. It got said, hey, Leslie Pops, do you have any rookie questions or anything? Because I keep getting people saying, bring co-producer Leslie Shout out to but- my dad. I don't feel done even though we're done. I feel like I need to do oh, a rehash. Dad. Maybe my an call. Precious dad. You know the church of dad that we go to? Yeah. Our precious dad's church. The, you can count on it. You know it is. I, the yeah. sermon is done. It took 45 minutes, but it's done. But then he says, everyone stand up, let's pray. But that's when the recap happens, and that's yeah, you, 15 you think, minutes. Yeah, you think it's – or, or we're not even I wanted to do the recap just then. Because you're his oh, daughter. I was like desperate to. I was like – No, it's done. The weddings too. The amount of young grooms who've, whose knees have locked up and they've fainted at the <laughs> altar dad. before his three-hour <laughs> sermons, and he's like, he's like, yo, we're getting married. Right? And, you know hey, where this is a wedding? He has a pretty good check, track record of them staying together though yeah oh I mean, yeah three hours oh, does good yeah. yeah if you go through a three-hour uh campbell <laughs> session, and they make you go through their counseling too their what? marriage counseling oh does he before oh, he'll marry you? these I'll days they do yeah they talk talks... a lot about the sex too yeah oh yeah and they're almost 80 they got good advice yeah. they should do a 10 a 10 year reunion for couples too like yeah, every 10 should. years you come back through the old seminar they ain't got no rookie questions what's up with that it's cool because you know what that brings us to a close mm-hmm. here on this fabulous wednesday and if you're not listening on wednesday you missed it but it's fine because that's what recordings are for in the internet age i mean it's 2019 after all <laughs> so we're so glad you tuned in and we Everybody hope you tune in again when listening to that it might be 2022 what this will go on in the future Oh, yeah, but there, there's dates on them. Yeah, I know. But then they could see the, oh, wow, now it's a part of history. I know, right? You know? See you later. It's Bye. over. Trim off your mama my way. And then I'll be trimmed off in mama to stay. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.